You're listening to Do the Damn Thing, episode number one. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Do the Damn Thing podcast. My name is Liz Heron, and I am your personal cheerleader, helping you get off your butt and on your way to trying something new, facing your fears, or realizing your dreams. No matter what your damn thing is, whether it's asking for a raise at work, organizing your house, getting out of that toxic relationship, or pursuing your passion project, this show will provide you with real-world, tangible tips and inspiration so you can live the life you deserve. If you're ready to do the damn thing, then you have come to the right place. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now let's jump in. Hello, friends, and welcome to Do the Damn Thing. I am your host, Liz Heron, and I am so excited that you are here for the very first episode of my brand new podcast. I just thought I'd give you a little bit of an introduction as to what the heck this show is all about and um, why I started it and what we're going to do and what I hope it accomplishes. Um, for those of you uh, who don't know me, which I'm going to guess is... No, I'm sure this is all my friends and family listening to this. <laughs> but uh, my name is Liz Heron. I am uh, an enthusiasm junkie, which means I love talking to people about the things that they love and the things that light them up and excite them. And um, we're going to be doing a lot of that on this show, uh, talking to people who are doing the damn thing. And um, I'm also a single mom to an amazing tween boy. And... Um, I let's see. I worship at the Church of Beyonce. I'm a huge Beyonce fan. I will probably be referencing her quite a bit. Um, I'm also a donut connoisseur, which is just um, a fancy way to say that I like donuts, and I will never say no to a donut. Um, but most importantly, I am your personal cheerleader. I believe that we all have the ability to accomplish great things, and that we can do anything we set our minds to. And that's a really big part of this show. So um, I really want this show to be your personal cheerleading space. And the goal for me is to make this a place that inspires you, motivates you, educates you to do the damn thing, whatever your damn thing is. You know, maybe it's asking for a raise at work or having the sex talk with your kid or uh pursuing your passion project. Maybe it's getting in shape or starting your own business, or maybe it's something like, you know, you know, even just nitty gritty stuff like there's, you know, like starting your own will, right? Like writing your will. Um, we all have something. Um, or if you're like me, you've got a running list of, you know, five to 10 things that you want to do, or you feel called to do, or even that, you know, that you should do things that you're putting off. Um, yeah, but we're not doing them. So uh, I want to explore why we're not doing them and then how to get about to do them, right? And so with real tangible things, because I think a lot of times I know for me, I get held up on the hows. How am I going to do that? Um, I kind of know that I should do something or I know kind of the big picture stuff, but how do you break it down into those little details and, and really break down the next step? And so that's really why I started this show, because I believe that we all have greatness inside of us and that sometimes we just need to get out of our way. And, um, I, I co-hosted a show previously a couple of years ago, a podcast, and I really missed it. And I wanted to get back to it and wanted to get back into the medium, but I really wasn't sure what I wanted to talk about and how, um, how this all came about was I, you know, was 
walking and talking with my son. We were talking about some school projects and uh, you're talking about the evils of procrastination and how it's just always better to, you know, start the project and, and do the damn thing rather than drag your feet. And a light bulb kind of went off. And I thought, oh, well, I think there's something there. Do the damn thing is something that I say to myself when <laughs> I don't want to go to the gym in the morning or don't want to do the dishes before I go to bed or, am per- you know, don't want to have that really hard conversation with a friend or, um, <laughs> or, you know, it, it or it's big things like this, you know, doing this podcast, right? I had the idea, but then, you know, all those kind of fear monsters and gremlins kind of creep in and, and, um, it really did take me just saying, Liz, do the damn thing for me to do this damn thing. So here we are. Um, like I said before, I'm an enthusiasm junkie and I love talking to people about all the things that they love. And I love being around people who are excited about the stuff that they do. And I really do feed off of that. And I want their, that enthusiasm to feed and inspire you too, because I think so often we get in our own way and, you know, we're overthinking things and worrying and staying stuck. And I really want to break through that and, and kind of get, get us out of our own way. And I, I say that about myself too, because, um, while I know in my heart of hearts that the best things in life are on the other side of fear, that doesn't mean that I don't get stuck on the side of fear, right. And, and let it stop me. And, um, I absolutely do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you are not alone in that. And I think that's another thing that I really want this show to do is to let you know that you're not alone. You're these things. Everyone goes through them. Even people who are doing the thing, then we're going to talk to people who are super successful in their field and you know, who people look up to, um, you know, they're, they get scared and they, you know, get paralyzed too. And, and, um, we're, we're all just human. Those are all things that we all experience. And so, um, we're all held back by so many times it's fear, right? It's fear of failure. It's fear of success. It's fear of what other people will say or think, or, um, we're afraid that we're not perfect or we're not enough. And, um, Lord knows I could do shows on all of those. Right. But I think a little for me, right. The fear of failure is that what if I'm no good at this? What if this fails? What if, um, I, you know, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, or it doesn't, it, this doesn't work. Right. Um, what if someone says no, if you ask for a promotion and they say no. Okay. Um, so I always try to go for that one anyway. For me, I always think like, okay, what's the worst thing that could happen? Like in order to kind of break out of that cycle of what if, what if, what if it's like, okay, we'll go, go to the what ifs. Like what is the worst thing that could happen? And, um, and usually even when you go to the worst thing, it's not that bad. Right. And, um, I remember when I was a kid, I, I always say like, I've been someone who likes to plan things. And so I like to kind of know what comes next. And, um, that kind of happens when you have had a somewhat chaotic childhood. You kind of want to know, okay, what's next? What's next? And I remember, you know, one time I was, I was thinking I was going on like the high dive and I was going to jump from the high dive. My sister was, and is a little bit more of a risk taker. And so she would, you know, run up the high dive and 
dive off and somersault off. And I, you know, just hated the idea of getting up there and jumping in the water. And I would go to the low dive and, you know, that was fine. I would dog paddle around. But the idea of like climbing all the way up there and getting out there and jumping off was, it was just terrifying. And I remember my dad saying to me, you know, what's the worst thing that could happen? And I immediately being, you know, dramatic, um, was like, well, I could die. I could hit my head and die. Uh, (laughs) which to this day is still a fear that I'm going to hit my head underwater and die. But that was, that was it. Like I could die. And I remember my dad saying to me like, okay, so then you die and you never have to worry about jumping off the high dive again. So, you know, there you go. And at the time it was just like, what? That's, that's terrible. Um, but I think it also highlighted the idea that it's like, even the worst, like there's the worst thing is not the worst thing, right? So you can kind of go take yourself to the worst place scenario and then kind of dial it back. Like that's chances are that's not going to happen. The things that so many times, the things that we worry about happening are the things that don't happen. And so I've had to, with, you know, with the what if game, retrain my brain and kind of look at like mistakes or losses at lessons as lessons. So, so what if you try something and it doesn't work or, you know, I think with the high dive, I actually wound up doing it and I think I belly flopped and, you know, I was done after that, but I did it. (laughs) I think if I had been, um, someone who was like, well, I'm going to do better the next time. And, um, but for that one, I was done with the, I've done that with other things where I've, you know, ran a half marathon and thought, well, I could beat that time. So I'm going to do it again. Now that I know it's the worst, the worst thing that's going to happen. Like I'm not going to throw up. I'm not going to, you know, my pants across the finish line or whatever so I'll push myself a little bit harder the high dive not so much that one I just I called it a day on that one um but again like so with those failures or whatever you can adjust and try it again or now you know okay I don't that that didn't work for me I'm not really crazy about that anyway um but it's all about for me it's about you know failing faster or um you know I, I just recently learned to play chess and when I say I learned to play chess, I mean, I was taught the basic rules, kind of. I think I kind of got them. And then I lost a bunch of games in a row to small children who were also learning. <laughs> and, but the thing that, that taught me was that, okay, now I know, right? I, I, it kind of reinforced the rules. Oh, okay, now I see I'm supposed to do this. And, you know, the faster you lose sometimes, the faster you learn, the faster you kind of get that out of the way, that junk out of the way. Right. So it's all about reframing the what if the fear of failure. Right. Reframing failure as something that's that's not a bad thing. Um, I think, you know, the opposite of that is that the fear of success. And I remember when somebody the first time I heard that, I was just like, what the hell? Like, who's afraid of succeeding? That's isn't that the goal is that you want to succeed. And like, who could be afraid of actually doing the damn thing? Right. Doing the thing that you want to do. But um but it's true. Folks are afraid that success will change them or change the way people see them or treat them. And um, I think ultimately, though, it's it's you are afraid of the power that you have. You know, if you do this thing that you've been putting off, like, what does that mean? Or what else can you do? Or, um, you know, there's this great Marianne Williamson quote where uh, she says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. And I think that's really powerful. Is like this idea that, you know, we're 
we're almost so used to playing small because we don't want to make other people feel insecure or, you know, change the way other people see us. Um, but I really think that as we step into our own light and as we kind of do the damn thing that we want to do or that we're called to do, we then inspire other people. And so I really hope by me, you know, who knows, maybe, you know, me doing this podcast, um, will inspire somebody else and kind of go, Hey, if she can do it, I sure as hell can do it. Um, because you can, I absolutely believe you can 100%. Um, yes. So another fear is the, you know, fear of what other people will think or say. And I think that that goes into the failure one and the success one too, right? I think all these things are tied together, but the idea that, you know, other people have all these things to say about what you're doing. One, I think nobody cares as much as you think they do. And I remind myself about that all the time. I could get caught in the like, what's so-and-so going to think? Or not even what's so-and-so, like what will people think? Like this like gray faceless mask of people. Nobody cares. Nobody's watching you as, as closely as you think they are. And if they are and they're nitpicking at you, um, yeah, that says way more about them than it does about you. Anybody that's going to pick you apart or criticize you for taking a risk or doing something, um, often that just comes from someone else's jealousies and pettiness because, you know, they're not doing the thing that they want to be doing. And you are. And so, of course, now they're, you know, they're jealous and whatever. Um, Teddy Roosevelt has a great quote about, you know, kind of the people in the, I'm going to botch this, but (laughs) the gist being that it's not the critic who counts. It's the person who's actually doing it. It's the person who's in the arena fighting the fight who's, who matters the most because they're the ones out there taking chances and and daring greatly as as a, uh, that's a phrase from that quote that I love and I'll have to, I should look up that quote. (laughs) So I have it for you, but that is the gist of it. Um, yeah. So in, like, who cares what other people think? Like, you know, if, if they have the time to comment and, and to nitpick on your stuff, great. Good for them. That's nice. You've got other stuff to do. So, you know, don't worry. They can go suck an egg. Who cares? One of the big ones for me, and I will, I will say the, the biggest one for me is the fear of not doing something perfectly the first time. And it's so ridiculous. I know intellectually it's ridiculous to think you know, that someone can be perfect straight out of the gate or be a master at something right away. You know, and they kind of, you know, the the idea that like, oh, babies are crawling and like, you know, yeah, they learn to walk, but they fall down a bunch. They never think, okay, I'm, you know, I'm supposed to know this right away. But we do put those kinds of expectations on ourselves. And I know I do this podcast. I have recorded and recorded snippets of it or sat down to record it or wrote it out. I've done all these things to kind of try to make it perfect. And really at the end of the day, like I just need to do it. I just need to do the damn thing. And I I give myself pep talks and all that sort of stuff. But really it's just about getting it out there, getting started, taking one little step. And even if it's in the wrong direction, like you can course correct, you'll figure it out. Like it's okay. It's all about, you know, done is better than perfect. I have that printed out on my uh, desk as a reminder that I don't get hung up on, you know, imperfectionist tendencies because that all that does at the end of the day is just stop you from doing something. 
and it becomes an excuse. It becomes a wall. Everything you do is perfect in its own way and in its own time. And it's just about getting out there and doing it, doing the damn thing, which is why, you know, the title of this podcast, name of this podcast is a reminder to myself as much as it is, you know, an, an instruction to listeners. Um, it really is a reminder to myself to just do the damn thing. And over the next few weeks, we're going to be talking to people who are doing the damn thing, who have succeeded at it, who have failed at it, and, and kind of what's next. Um, and I really want to know what your damn things are. I mean, ultimately, this show is for you. Like, it might be a nice reminder to me, but at the end of the day, I'm doing this show for you. So I would love to hear from you guys. Um, hop on over to our Facebook page. And we're also on Twitter and Instagram at Do The Damn Thing Show. And tell me, you know, what your damn thing is. What do you want to learn about? What are your, what are your blocks? What do you want to hear more about? Um, you know, because I can kind of ramble on about my stuff all the time. And I'll probably do that. <laughs> it won't always just be me rambling. Sometimes it'll be me and a guest rambling. But um, I really, really want this show to serve you and to really help you go after your desires and your dreams and on you know kind of check stuff off your to-do list and um you know I'm going to go full Oprah and say I want you to live your best life and I want this podcast to help you and inspire you and give you real life tips on how to go about doing that so I'm so so excited <laughs> uh that we're doing this together um it's kind of nerve-wracking a little bit to like I said I, I was on a po uh, podcast before and it was I think it was me and you know four other people so it was a little bit different than just me talking to myself here but it's fun it's fun to kind of be back in it and I'm so excited you guys are along for the ride. Thank you so much for joining us and make sure you subscribe on iTunes and follow us on all social media channels. And uh, I really, really, really look forward to going on this journey with you because I think it's so important. And I think you have something really, really special to offer the world. And I'm really excited that you're on board for this journey because I think whether it's small things like learning how to meditate or whether it's, you know, something big like asking for a raise at work or, you know, like I said, like having that sex talk with your kid. Like these things are all things that will make your life better and that all contribute to your life and, and contribute to the world around you. So we're going to be talking about little things. We're going to be talking about big things. We're going to be tackling a bunch of different issues. It's my dream that this podcast really does help people just live the their very, very best life. And um, as someone who <laughs> I feel like, you know, Oprah was my after school uh, mentor. But I, I really do think that, like, we all have a gift and we all um, – have a chance to and an opportunity to contribute to this world and, and it could be in little ways and big ways, but I really want to help uh, you do that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I hope you subscribe and tune in next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. 
If you loved what you heard, please subscribe, share with your friends, or leave a review on iTunes. As we grow the show, I would love to hear from you. What damn thing did you accomplish this week? Is there a topic you're dying for me to explore on the show? Be sure to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Do The Damn Thing Show and let me know. I can't wait to connect with you and hear all about the action you're taking in your life. In the meantime, get out there and do the damn thing. I'm Max Lasser, the host of The Calories, a three-episode podcast miniseries about making weight loss easier. After I lost 100 pounds by calorie counting in 2015, I started to realize why the way I was doing it before, just eating healthy and exercising, wasn't working for me. The podcast features experts from Mount Sinai Hospital, Mayo Clinic, and more, and you can check it out from Campfire Media on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are found. Campfire.